Good evening, everyone. This is the Fantasy Book Discussion Group. This is May 26th, 2015. And we are discussing Sabriel by Garth Nix, which is the first in a trilogy. And as I usually do, uh, when I run the Mystery Discussion Group and when I pinch it for Julia... I want to know, did you like the book? If so, why or why not? Um, So I'm going to open it up for discussion. Well, I didn't think I was going to like it at first. Um, And then it got kind of draggy in the middle after she went into the, the land. At least I thought it got draggy. But the thing I did like is the mixing of modern technology and magical technology at the end. I may see if that pursues in the other two books of the trilogy. Actually, I liked the contrast between the uh, kind of what we think of as real world, even though it was probably, you know, several decades before our time, and the old world. I liked that contrast, uh, the part with her at the school was fun, and then it it there was too much run from the monster. Uh, there was some there was some good stories there, and it got better as I got further into it. But I get real tired of running from the monsters. Well, I had trouble finishing the book. Um, I I was looking really forward to it. I was excited that this guy was an Australian author and and everything. But I just found myself almost against my will, not really wanting to continue and. In fact, I had stopped a book so that I would have plenty of time to read this one and found myself slinking back to the other book and finishing it instead. So I, I guess it just never really did quite catch my imagination. You may have caught my email earlier. I just about backed out on the whole thing, and Anne coaxed me to try it again, and I picked it up again, and I, I did not finish it. I got a very disturbing phone call this afternoon, and I wasn't ready to... Um, I wasn't ready to study a book, uh, but I did, of course, peek at the end because I always peek at the end, and so I knew it came out okay. But it it did get better, especially when you got to the city and uh, the battle at the end when the, she's returning to the the sort of present day world. I kind of liked that contrast. It worked because of the wall, uh, Marshall. You are right. If it hadn't been for the wall. The contrast of the two it would it would have been a it would have been a real irritating, jarring event. But it was two separate worlds, and it's like some of the fantasies we've read, you know, where somebody goes from this world into a fantasy world and then comes back. It's it's kind of that same theme. Well, of course, I did like the book because, after all, I recommended it, and one usually doesn't recommend books that one doesn't like. I had read this several years back, and I enjoyed it then, and I enjoyed rereading it because it it um, brought back, you know, the the memory of the whole book. I mean, I unfortunately I read too many books, and I I never remember half of what I read. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I like this book. I I particularly liked the um, the symbolism in the in the uh, in the book 
you know the the bells and the the uh, all that kind of stuff and if you continue with the the trilogy you will discover that that, that this is very important um and i like the idea that the uh the old kingdom even though at the time of the book it is in in um in flux you know it's changing and um you know it's not doing too well i i like the idea that there were supposed to be um three families who uh were essentially in charge of the kingdom in charge of its protection i like that idea and i like the idea of um you know the the um the symbolism of the various levels of death and and so forth and so on. I I enjoyed reading that. I it was sort of it was it sort of harked back to, you know the the, however many levels of Hades or hell or whatever, and um, you know that 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 kind of was fascinating to me. Um, but you know and and as far as the monsters go, well. You know, I mean, there was, you know, the one monster, and you know, it it uh, it did what it was supposed to do, and um, you know, I mean, you uh, you have fantasy, so you have monsters. At least it wasn't werewolves and and vampires and stuff like that, which I don't particularly care for. Um, so I I was satisfied, but uh, um, I I know I re- I really. As I say, I really liked all the symbolism. I thought it was very cool. I didn't think that the guy was a bad writer or anything like that. In fact, if he's got other books that aren't about the same thing, I might give him a try again because I thought he, I thought his writing was good. Oh yeah, um, this trilogy, and then he's got these seven books. Oh, and they all have to do with the different days of the week. You know, there's so and so Monday. Funny Monday and something Tuesday and I don't know, um, and they have to do with magic and and kids. Um, I know I read, you know, at least three of those. I didn't read all of them, but I like his style. It's it's a little bit different than an American writer, and uh, I like the way he, I like his world view. I I really do. Um, you know, it's it's not the usual fantasy. I mean, it's it's it has some of the elements of, of fantasy, but it's it's new. It's kind of different. I like it. What what's the author's name again? Garth Nix. Garth is G A R T H, just the way it sounds, and then the last name is Nix, as in no or negative or uh uh-uh. uh. You know, it's N-I-X, Nix. Um, I don't know if that's his actual name. It may not be. Um, it may be his pen name, but it's Garth Nix. And um, what about the characters, folks? Did you like them? I did. Um, I think I particularly liked the Colonel... You know, he was only a bit player, but I liked the colonel at the end, who, even though he knew he was probably going to die, still fought. 
um, the uh, monsters. I thought that the girl was a pretty interesting character, and she had a lot of pluck, and she was um, just really interesting. But she just it just that just wasn't really quite enough to to help me get over the hump of getting through and really reading it all. Well, I have to say that um, <laughs> I, since I had read the book before, I did take time out to reread an old favorite. I I guess I'm a sucker for, for David Weber, but I just, I was reading Empire from the Ashes, which is a, a trilogy that I really, really enjoy. It's all in one book. You know, it's an omnibus thing. And um, so I spent most of the time doing that, but I did manage to, to read Sabriel. Um, I'm in the middle of um, the one for the mystery group, but I think I'll finish it by the time by the time we we get there, um, as I only have three more hours to go. So it looks promising, um, but I do understand when when Lana when you say that uh, or Deb when you say that. Uh, you had another book that you were reading. Um, I get I get caught up like that, and I I have to finish the the one I really want to read before I can read the one I I'm supposed to be reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this was well, it was kind of ironic because it was another Australian author. It was one of the Carrie Greenwood books, Franny Fisher or whatever her name is. Oh, you like those? I just read the latest one, Murder and Mendelssohn. And um, I don't know if that's the one you read, but I'll take a minute here out of out of the fantasy group to just say, yeah, those are good. And what is really funny about murder, murder and Mendelssohn is that the chorus that is in the book, which is rehearsing Mendelssohn's Elijah, um, our actual chorus here in Rochester is also rehearsing Mendelssohn's Elijah. And so I <laughs> I got the biggest kick out of all those scenes with the with the chorus and and um the words from the choruses and, and uh you know the conductor waving his baton and saying, Okay, now you know, sing with, with feeling and and so forth and so on and, and um I just I just kept laughing and laughing because you know I I'm actually doing that, um, but I do enjoy her stuff. Um, I like Franny Fisher. Yeah, me too. Ever since we read that one at the Mystery Book Club. Okay. Well, um, does anyone have any further comments on Sabriel by Garth Nix? Okay. Looks like nobody does. So the. $10 million question is, what are we doing next month? Uh, we are meeting on the last Tuesday of June. I'll check the date, but uh, uh, Tuesday. Oh, the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th. It should be the 23rd, the 23rd of June, the 4th Tuesday. Wow, there's five Tuesdays in June. Amazing. And June only has 30 days. Jeez. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we're meeting on the 23rd. Um, 
Anyway, so uh, does anyone have any suggestions as to what we might do for next month? I was just thinking about that today. Um, the thing that I just started reading is the fourth book in a, in, um, in a thing called a Temeraire um, Adventures, I think it's called, which is about dragons set in the Napoleonic Wars, which I absolutely love. I was just totally charmed by the first book. But um, it's different. It's not, I mean, it's fantasy because it's about dragons that fly and fight in the war. But it's definitely not like any fantasy. There's no magic in it or anything like that. And it is so fun, or at least I think it's fun. Of course, I also am a sucker for stuff about the Napoleonic Wars. And the name of the first book in that series is called His Majesty's Dragon. Hmm. Well, sounds interesting. Anybody else have any comments or anything different you'd like to do for next month? I certainly won't have my feelings hurt if nobody wants to read it, because it is totally, totally different from the stuff that we usually read. Marshall? Lana? Hello? Well, I've read the series. Oh, I think I've finished off the entire, all of them that have been published. Uh, so, I don't want to make a recommendation since I don't have an alternative. Lana, you still there? I wouldn't mind reading it again if that's the consensus of the group. Uh, if we start with from His Majesty's Dragon as uh, the. Because I think you really do need to read that this set in series in in order. Yeah, absolutely. There is another book, uh, and I can't think of it. I'm I'm going to have to do some research if I come up with it. It is set in England, and it is by a woman. Gosh, I can't even. Uh, I'm not going to be able to come up with it. I don't think. Okay. Well, I don't have any suggestions. Um, because, as I say, I've been drowning in science fiction for the past week or two. So, um, I don't have anything that I that, that strikes me as being... Um, so, His Majesty's Dragon. And who's the author, please? Help me out, Marshall. I don't remember his name. Or Oh, it's actually, it's a woman, isn't it? And I can't remember her name, and I'm reading the book. Too many books ago. I don't remember it. I'm going to take a quick look and see if I can't find it on Bard. Just give me a minute or two. You guys go on and talk. Okay. All right. Well, um, are you still in the science fiction group, Marshall? Because, uh, um, as I say, I've, I've been drowning in science fiction. Um, and I'm I'm just a sucker for David Weber. I just, I'm sorry. I know he's corny. I understand that, but I just I'm just a sucker for his stuff. <laughs> um, but as far as other fantasy, I ca- I can't think of anything um, at the moment. Um, so, well, I saw one that I put on my reader. Unfortunately, I can't remember anything about it except it's kind of uh, magic in and cowboys and Indians. 
it's kind of for young adults or, or children, but it it sounded so interest. The concept sounded so interesting. I decided I'd take a crack, take a chance on it, but I don't remember the titles of them. And it's, I think it's three books. Now, Marshall, that's not any help at all. Um, I mean, we'd certainly be be happy to look at it if we knew what we're, we were looking for. You don't remember the author, do you? Give me a minute, and I'll see if I can find it. I have the number for His Majesty's Dragon. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's DB64445. And I'll also see if I can't figure out what that other book is that I'm trying to think of. So right, I'm just writing this down, so hang in there, folks. Do you need me to repeat the number? Okay, I've got His Majesty's Dragon, 64445. Um, is that correct? And who's the author? The author's name, hang on a second here, oh, is Naomi Novik. It's N-A-O-M-I-N-O-V-I-K. Did you say Naomi? So that's N-A-O... M-I, Novik, N-O-V-I-K, right? That's exactly right. I had to, I had to run it by myself twice because, um, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, you do realize you have a southern accent, I, I assume. So when you said N-A-O, I thought you might have said I, and I'm... Going, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not how you spell Naomi. Uh, <laughs> it's just me. It's just the time of day. Don't worry about it. Um, you're just fine, Deb. Um, that's why I was checking the spelling. All right. Um, with that, I guess I will close up shop for this evening um, and tell you all thanks for coming. And I don't know what happened to Lana. I suspect she got a phone call. Um, and so I will, um, bid you all good night and we will do His Majesty's Dragon for June 23rd. Thank you much, Lee. Hang on just a second. I did find the other book that I was telling you about and it's really good. Um, the name of it, are you interested? I'm always interested. Let me go back and see if I can. Okay. It's called The Minister's Daughter. And the name of the person who wrote it is Julie Hearn, H-E-R-N, just like um, Kevin Hearn that did the um, that other cool series about the guys that live in uh, Arizona. But this is set in England in the 1600s. And um, the number is 607-5. I read this back when it was on cassette, and it's it's just almost indescribable. Um, it's it's hard. I could probably well. I don't really have a synthesizer, a voice synthesizer, in here, and I can't read it fast enough. My eyesight's not good enough to really be able to read it smoothly. But it's this girl lives with her mother, who is. A, basically a witch and strange things happen and it's just there's this um, major 
conflict between the girl who is the daughter of the witch and the local puritanical minister and his family, especially the daughter of that family. And it's just, it's a fascinating book and it is very much deals with things like fairies and stuff, but not in a ooky way. It's really very, um, it feels very real to me. Hmm. That does sound interesting, especially if it's the 1600s or the 1500s, if it's the 16th century. Um, that would be fascinating. All right. Well, I will, I've got it written down and, uh, maybe we can do that for July. Um, but by then that won't be my decision because I won't be running this thing. Julia will be, hopefully. Um, all settled in and, and, uh, uh, ready to take on the, the fantasy group again. Um, so, yeah, I had quite a long talk with her and, and, um, you know, she's, uh, was describing where she was moving to and what it was like and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, and I, I won't put that out on the, on the list because you never know who's, who's listening to these things. So, um, I'll just say that she was moving and I spent quite a while talking to her about, you know, where she was moving and so forth. Okay. Any other comments, questions, additions, deletions, substitutions, whatever? The book I found was called Frontier Magic Trilogy by Patricia Reedy, and I think that last name is spelled W-R-E-E-D-Y, but don't quote me on it. Uh, It's a bunch of stories about magic in the Old West. That would be a different sort of style, wouldn't it? I want to apologize for just dipping out and not saying anything. Uh, my phone only rings four times before it kicks into answering, and there are some calls I'm waiting for after this afternoon that I really needed to get, so I just put the computer aside and ran for the phone, and I apologize for not acknowledging your attempts to reach me. Not a problem, Lana. I figured that was what was going on. Um, you know, you've had a, um, you've had some news that you didn't exactly want to hear and, you know, so forth, so... I can certainly understand that. All right, so you say uh, Marshall Frontier Magic Trilogy. Uh, Who's the author, please? Patricia Reedy, and I think it's W-R-E-E-D-Y. Okay, that really does sound interesting. Um, All right, so we have three suggestions here. Um, We sort of... um, decided for June to read um, His Majesty's Dragon uh, by Naomi Novik. Do you know it, uh, Lana? I think I just ran into a reference to it today. I'm reading this book. It's called Writing the Paranormal Novel. And they were, if it's about Napoleon having a dragon or some Napoleonic times and one of the kings having a dragon, then it's it's kind of ironic because I just ran into mention of it in this other book, which is kind of an interesting book, by the way, when we were talking about contrasting uh, a magical world and a here and now realistic world 
Um, they talk about that a little bit and how to handle some of that stuff in this writing a paranormal novel book that I got. So it's kind of interesting that I stumble onto that reference the same day you mentioned it. That's really funny. Yeah, that's the book. There's a set of, there are at least seven of them. Okay, well, um, I hope they're not long, long books, but um, that's what we're reading for next month. So we're reading His Majesty's Dragon by... Hold on, let me get it right here. His Majesty's Dragon by Naomi Novik. That's Naomi, common spelling, N-A-O-M-I, Novik, N as in November, O-V as in Victor, I-K. And the book number is 64445. And we have two choices for, uh, you know, other than that, that we can choose for July. So we're in good shape. Okay, folks, I'm off to bed. It's been a long day. Uh, I finally got my student to do at least um, a little more than half of his his PowerPoint presentation, which I'm very pleased about. So, <laughs> But it was like pulling teeth, so I'm going to go to bed. Good night, all. <laughs>